What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. All right, so right now we are in the middle of the Sweat Equity Challenge. Today is day seven out of day 60. And the reason why I even started this Sweat Equity Challenge in the first place was I actually had a half day with one of my VIP clients, John, a couple of weeks ago. And so John uh, came out here. So with the VIP program, it's been amazing. You know, um, there's five guys that are in the VIP program right now that are that live all across the country, and they fly in. They get to do half days of training with me. Not only do we do training in the gym, but we also spend about three hours mapping out the next few years of their life. And so what we did with John was I sat down a couple of weeks ago. He's my most recent half day. Um, and we had a killer workout. So we did a full upper body workout. And then we came back to my house and did a full in-depth, in-person coaching session. And these coaching sessions have been incredible. Like the amount of breakthrough, the amount of joy, the amount of just limiting beliefs that have been broken through these coaching sessions in person has been incredible. They're one of my favorite things to do right now. So when John was here, one of the things that's been happening is he's kind of been at at a plateau where we've kind of been stuck and unable to break that next point really in his life just to, to, to really become that 2.0, that next version of himself, right? He's already transformed so much because he's been in the program for about two years now, but now he's realizing there's another level for him to get to and, um, and get to unlock. And so one of the things that we talked about that we've realized for him was that on the days that he's inactive, on the days that he's not working out, AKA or the times he's not working out, let's say late at night, let's say on the weekends, those are the times where it's the most difficult for him. Don's an entrepreneur. And so for him, like he's a go-getter and he's really, really busy and he is he's a super goal-driven individual guy. And what happens for a lot of people is when life slows down, AKA late at night, AKA on the weekends or on your days off, that's when it's the most challenging to stay on your diet right? I want you to say, I agree in the comments below if you agree with that. The most challenging time to stay on track with your diet are not during your busy work week. It's not during the middle of your work shift, but the most difficult time to stay on track of your diet is late at night when you're off work and you're sitting around watching TV. Or it's on the weekend when you're at home and you're chilling, you got nothing to do. I know even for myself, the most difficult day for me is my lightest work day. So my lightest work day is on a Thursday. Um, and on Thursdays, when I'm like s- spending time with my kids or whatever I'm doing, that is always the time where I feel the most temptation to like dive into foods that I shouldn't be eating. Typically, what happens is it's like boredom leads to you falling off track. So late at, again, late at night when you have the less, least amount of self-control. The weekends when you have time off. Maybe it's the holidays. Maybe it's when you're on vacation. Why? Why is it so much harder for you to stay on track when it's the weekends or it's the holidays or it's late at night versus when you're busy throughout the day? Think about that for a second. Think about that for a second, right? For a lot of us, we are go-getters. We are go, 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 okay? See me in the comments below if you would you would identify as that person where you're like, 
I am always on the go. I'm always chasing after something. I'm always trying to accomplish something. I always have a lot of things on my plate that I'm juggling. And that's how my life is. And that's how I like it to be. That's how I am, right? So the second that you as a go-getter, you as someone who is always on the move, your wheels are always turning. The second your wheels stop to turn and the second that you feel like, oh, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take my foot off the gas. That's when you feel overwhelmed. That's when you feel maybe anxious. That's when you feel maybe stressed. That's when you start to have negative thoughts and things come in your head, right? And so what what we discovered with John, I was like, dude, the reason why you feel that way and the reason why you fall off track on those days or those times where you're not busy or you're not working is because everything stopped. And if you think about the power of working out, think about the second you're done lifting weights. I'm not kidding you. One of the best moods I'm in throughout my day is like the hour after I work out. The hour after I work out. So I go to the gym right when I'm done working out. Man, on my drive home from the gym, I am vibing. I am literally vibe. I'm like, man, I could do anything right now. I could crush my day. That's why it's awesome working out first thing in the morning. I don't work out first thing in the morning, but like working out first thing in the morning is great. So you work out first thing in the morning. The second you leave the gym, you're drinking your water, you're listening to music. You're like, man, I can accomplish anything. I can conquer the world right now because I just slayed a fire workout. Think about that for a second. The days that for me that are the most stressful that I would say are the days that I don't work out. And I was realizing this as I'm like, John and I are having this conversation. I'm like, actually, I like can resonate with that. The days that are the most challenging for me were in terms of like mentality or like I feel stress overwhelm are the days that I, the two off days I have, Fridays and Sundays. So one of the things that I've started to do on those off days from the gym of working out is I will still work out at home. I'm still getting in some type of workout, whether it's cardio, whether it's doing push-ups, didn't matter. And I found that my level of stress and my level of anxiety, whatever it was that I was feeling, just negative thoughts and things like that, significantly dropped the second I stopped treating my rest days as a full rest day. I was like, all right, I know it's Friday and I know I don't go to the gym, but like I'm still going to do 20 minutes of cardio. I'm still going to do 10,000 steps. I'm still going to do 200 push-ups. Not for the physique benefits. Like I don't like I understand scientifically working out 7 days a week is not going to benefit me any more with my physique than it is working out 5 days a week. I strictly do it for my mind. I know some people that will just do burpees every hour on the hour. Like let's say they did they did 10 burpees every hour just so they stay in that physical state. That feeling you have, that euphoria, that dopamine release you have right when you're done working out. So what we're doing with the 60-day sweat equity challenge is what I, I we, John and I discovered this. We're like, yo, how about for the next 60 days, you just work out every single day? It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be push-ups. You can go for a little run. You can go on the bike. I don't care, but you just have to sweat. You have to get your body moving. You have to get your body working. And the reason we're doing this is because what you've been doing in the past, if you feel like your results have been too slow is not going to be the same things that are going to get you to the next level. And I'll share a really, really like practical story with you. When I had to get my, ready for my show last year, so last year I won my pro card in WMBF, um, Natural Physique. I won my pro card the last two weeks of my show, getting ready for my show. I was behind. I was looking at my body. I was taking my progress pictures, and I was like, man, I have a lot long ways to go. I had to lose a significant amount of weight the last two weeks. And my, my coach at the time that I was talking to, he was like, Trent, I don't know what you got to do, but you got to turn it up. I did everything right up until that point, but I had two weeks left to get ready for my show and I was behind. I was probably like, I think I was like eight pounds over what I really wanted to weigh at. And I look into the mirror and like, man, I thought I would be leaner at this point, but I'm not. And so he said something to me. He's like, you got to do whatever it takes 
to get your body ready for the show, whatever it takes. And when I he texted me that and I read that text, I remember it was a Sunday. I was like, I got to do whatever it takes. I remember sitting there like, I got to get on the bike right now. I got on the bike. I did 90 minutes on the bike. Next day I woke up. I did an hour in the morning. Then I did 30 minutes in the afternoon. Then I went to the gym. I did 30 minutes at the gym. Then I worked out and then I went home. And then I repeated that for the next two weeks. Is it ideal? No. But guess what? I won my pro card. I won the show. I did whatever it took. You have to be willing to go above and beyond. You have to be willing to do the extra work if you want to ensure you get to your goal. Maybe your problem right now is not that you're doing the wrong things. You're just doing the bare minimum, right? You're just doing the bare minimum. Yeah, you're eating healthy and you're following your meal plan five days a week, six days a week, but then there's one day where you give yourself a cheat day because you feel like you deserve it. Yeah, you work out, but like sometimes you do cardio and sometimes you're super busy for the week, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you, you know, you meal prep most weeks, but then there's that one week where, you know, like it's really busy. I'm a little tired this week. I'll just figure out and wing it for the week. Yeah, you take your creatine some days, but then some days you forget it. So you think you feel like you're doing all the right things. You feel like, yeah, I track my food. I track my breakfast. I track my lunch. I track my snacks. And then uh, sometimes I get to dinner and I just forget. Or I track my food throughout the week, Monday to Thursday, but then Friday comes around and I forgot to track breakfast. I forgot to track lunch. I get to the afternoon, 3 p.m. on Friday, and I'm like, what's the point? I already forgot to track the rest of the meals. And then you get to Saturday and you're like, yeah, let me track my breakfast. Let me track my lunch. And then I forget the other days. And then you step on the scale on Monday and you're like, why am I not losing weight? You got to really take a look in the mirror and be like, am I doing everything possible to get my results? Am I doing everything possible or am I just doing the bare minimum? Because at the end of the day, your body and your physique and the results you've gotten up until this point are strictly based off of the work you've put in up until this point. That's just the truth. Like I said, when I was getting ready for my show, I was doing all the right stuff. I was doing like 45 minutes of cardio every day, but my I looked in the mirror and I was like, my body is not ready to win this show. I could have sat there and been like, I'm already doing 45 minutes of cardio. I'm already hitting my workouts. I'm already tracking my food. I was doing all that stuff. I would, it has, had no cheat meals, nothing. But the stuff I was doing was not getting me the results that I wanted to. So I had to turn it up a notch. That's just the truth. I turned it up a notch. I did 90 minutes to two hours of cardio per day for two weeks straight. For two weeks straight, every day, eating like 1,600 calories. Is it ideal? Absolutely not. But did I have to do whatever it took? Yeah, I did. And I made it work. I went above and beyond. So right now, if your results, you look in the mirror and you're like, ah, man, like I'm getting results, but I just wish it was faster. That is your sign that you need to be doing the 60-day sweat equity challenge right now. So with the 60-day sweat equity challenge, for the next 60 days, you are committing to sweating every single day, even on your rest days, even on your off days. Even if you work 12 to 14 hours in a, in a day, you're going to come home and you're going to either get to the gym, you're going to do 200 push-ups, you're going to do you know, a, a run, outdoor run for 30 minutes. I literally don't care, but it's time to turn it up a notch. Because if you want better results, then it's going to require better actions. That's the truth, plain and simple. And so sometimes you just have to take that look in the mirror and be like, if I'm not at the point I want to be in my life, then something is going to have to change. And most men don't ever get to that point because they're too stubborn to take ownership over their actions. So they blame their genetics. They blame their metabolism. They blame their kids. They blame their wife. They blame their boss because their boss keeps them overtime working longer hours. They blame their mom because now they have to take care of their mom and their energy is going towards their 
They blame, 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 blame. The only person to blame for a lack of results or mediocre results is myself. It's yourself. It's us. Because at the end of the day, I am the one who has to look in the mirror. I'm the one who has to step on the stage. You're the one who has to step on the scale, right? If you want better results, it's going to require better actions. That's the truth. All right, guys. I hope you got some value from today. Take action from this. Take action. Do it today. Do it messy. But just do it. Make it happen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at TrizzlemanFitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.